फुटबल गसिप विथ सम्यम Hello everyone. I hope you all are doing great. I am Samyam Khatiora, your host for this podcast, Football Gossip with Samyam, presented to you by Ubicast, and this is the second episode. Now I know it has been a very long time since my last episode, and I apologize for that. I have just been very busy with school and other things. But I am back now, and that is what matters. Over the past few months, A lot has happened in the footballing world, and I won't get to cover it all, but I will get to cover the most recent news and highlights. Hopefully you will stay tuned until the end and will enjoy this episode. Now on to today's agenda. First, we will talk about the current football highlights. Then we will move on to talking about a part of the history of football. Next, we will talk about a legendary player or icon who has retired from playing football. Then we will move on to Champions League group stage results and the round of 16 results. And finally, we will talk about two football vocabulary terms. Let's begin. Okay, on the current football highlights, I would like to start by telling y'all about Diego Armando Maradona's death. He died on November 25, 2020, at the age of 60. He was one of the greatest to ever play the game, and he is admired by every footballing personnel in the world. He was one of the greatest midfielders or attackers to play the game, and he will be truly missed in this world. Next, let's move on to England. Liverpool are the current champions of England, but right now they sit in the 6th place in the league behind West Ham, Chelsea, Leicester City, Manchester United and Manchester City. They have been in terrible form in the league, having been beaten for 3 consecutive games. They are also 16 points behind Manchester City. City on the other hand has been in astonishing form and is at the top of the league table. They are in a 17 game unbeaten run in all competitions even without their two main players Kevin De Bruyne and Sergio Aguero. EK Gundogan, a City midfielder, has really stepped up for Manchester City and has been a surprising star scoring for his team in most of their past games. The second place team in the league is Manchester United, who is 10 points behind City. The Champions League group stage is finished. And the round of 16 has begun. Four games has already played at the time we are recording this episode of Football Gossip with Samyam. We will talk more about the Champions League later on in the episode. Dayate Upamecano is one of the youngest and best center backs in the footballing world currently. He plays for a team called RB Leipzig and a lot of teams are trying to buy him. but it, he has reportedly signed with a team called Bayern Munich and will start playing over there from the beginning of the next season. This concludes the current highlight segment for this episode. The football history. In my last episode for the history of football segment, I had included how football took its forms, the early history and precursors of football, and how it was played during that time. 
For this episode segment, I will talk about how the early football clubs formed and what they were. Football clubs have existed since the 15th century, but organized and without official status. It is therefore hard to decide which the first football club was. Some historians suggest that it was the football club formed in 1824 in Edinburgh. Early clubs were often formed by former school students, and the first of this kind was formed in Sheffield in 1855. The oldest among professional football clubs in English football, Notis County, that was formed in 1862 and still exists today. An important step for the emergence of teams was the industrialization that led to the large groups of football and people meeting in such places as factories, pubs, and churches. Football teams were established in a large city, and new railroads could bring them to other cities. In the beginning, football was dominated by public school teams, but later teams consisted by workers would make up the majority. Another change was successfully taking place when some clubs became willing to pay best players to join their team. This would be the start of a long period of transaction, not without friction, and the game would develop a professional level. The motivation behind paying players was not only to win more matches. In the 1880s, the interest in the game had moved ahead to a level that tickets were sold to the matches. And finally, in 1885, professional football was legalized, and in three years later, football league was established. During the first season, 12 clubs joined the league, but soon more clubs became interested, and the competition would consequently expand into more divisions. For a long time, the British teams would dominate. For some decades, clubs from Prague, Budapest, and Siena would be the primary contenders for the British dominance. As with many other things in history, women were for a long time excluded from participating in games. It was not before the late 19th century that women started to play football. That concludes our history of football segment for this episode. The Legend Player. As I mentioned earlier in this segment, I will talk about a football legend, Diego Armando Maradona. Diego Maradona, born October 30th, 1960, in Lanús, Buenos Aires, Argentina, died November 25, 2020. Tigres, Buenos Aires, is an Argentinian footballer who is generally regarded as the top footballer of the 1980s and one of the greatest of all time. Renowned for his ability to control the ball and create scoring opportunities for himself and others. He led his teams to the championships in Argentina, Italy, Spain, and he starred on the Argentine national team that won the 1986 World Cup. Over the years, Maradona has played for many, many leagues and teams. He played most of his matches in the club level in the Italian league called Serie A. He also played in La Liga and in the Argentinian league. In the Serie A, he scored a total of 81 goals and assisted 18 goals. In La Liga, he scored 27 goals. In the Coppa Italia, he scored 29 goals. In the UEFA Cup, he scored three goals, and in the World Cup, he has scored eight goals. Some of the teams that Maradona has played for are Barcelona, Napoli. During his football career, Maradona played for Boca Juniors, 
Noel's Old Boys, Spanish clubs Barcelona and Sevilla, and Italian team Napoli. Separately, he was a regular player for the Argentine national team, where he won the 1986 FIFA World Cup in Mexico. He has also scored 34 goals and 91 international caps for Argentina. Maradona was a 25-year-old captain when Argentina claimed the 1986 World Cup, scoring the famous Hand of God goal against England in the quarterfinals. The Argentine forward netted one of his goals with his hand against England in that match, but the referee was unable to notice his trick. The goal was not disallowed for the handball. Argentina then eliminated England 2-1 to to march to the semifinals in Mexico in 1986. The South American powerhouse beat Belgium 2-0 in the semifinals as Maradona scored two goals to carry his team to the final. In the final, Argentina defeated West Germany 3-2 in Mexico City's Azteca Stadium to win the 1986 World Cup. Some of the greatest achievements of Maradona is that he was the two-time top scorer in the Serie A and Copa Italia. He got Football Player of the Award four years for Argentina. He is a Spanish Super Cup winner for Barcelona, a World Cup winner for Argentina, a Spanish Super Cup winner for Barcelona, and two times Italian Champions winner with both with Napoli. He has also won the Argentinian Championship with Boca Juniors, and he has won the UEFA Cup with Napoli. The greatest team that Maradona has ever been to are Barcelona and Napoli. And Napoli, once Maradona died, changed their stadium's name to Diego Armando Maradona Stadium. How Maradona died was that he got a fatal heart attack in his home near Tigres in northern Buenos Aires. He was being taken to a hospital where he died at the age of 60, as mentioned before. That wraps up a Legend Player segment for this podcast. You are listening to Football Gossip with Samyam, presented to you by Ubercast with Samyam Khatiwada. Now I would like to talk about the Champions League. This is not a regular segment in the podcast, but since the Champions League is such a big competition and it is going on right now, I would like to mention it. The group stages of the Champions League just concluded a few months back and the teams that made it out of the group were Bayern Munich, Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid, München Gladbach, Manchester City, Porto, Liverpool, Atlanta, Chelsea, Sevilla, Borussia Dortmund, Lazio, Juventus, Barcelona, PSG, and RB Leipzig. The teams that made it to the Europa League were RB Salzburg, Shakhtar Donetsk, Olympiakos, Ajax, Krasnodar, Club Bruges, Dynamo Kiev, and Manchester United. The Europa League is a competition that the teams that finish third place in the group stages of the Champions League go to, and the teams that finished fifth or sixth in the regular league go to. This competition is not as big as the Champions League, but it is still pretty significant. The draw for the round of 16 was also made a few months back, and the results came back with some pretty good ties. RB Leipzig had to play Liverpool, Barcelona had to play PSG, Sevilla and Dortmund, Porto played Juventus, Atletico Madrid, Chelsea were also tied up together, Lazio and Bayern Munich were a game, Atlanta, Real Madrid, and Mönchengladbach and Manchester City are the last game of the round of 16, leg one. 
Four games of the round of 16 have already been played. And the game, RB Leipzig versus Liverpool, ended up being a win for Liverpool, with them scoring two goals and Leipzig scoring zero. The goal scorers for Liverpool were Mohamed Salah and Sadio Mane. The next game that happened was Barcelona and PSG. This is one of the greatest ties that happened in the round of 16, and the final score ended up being 1 for Barcelona and 4 for PSG. Kylian Mbappe, one of the greatest players right now, scored a hat-trick, and Moises Keane also scored a goal for PSG. Messi scored a penalty for Barcelona, and that ended up being their only goal. The next game that happened in the round of 16 of the Champions League was Sevilla versus Dortmund. Sevilla scored two goals and Dortmund scored three goals. The goal scorers for Sevilla were Suso and Luke De Jong. The goal scorers for Dortmund were Mohamed Dahound and Erling Brauthaund, who is also one of the greatest younglings right now in the footballing world. Now onto the last game that happened this week of the round of 16 of the Champions League was Porto versus Juventus. The final score ended up being 2-1 to Porto, and the goal scorers for Porto were Mahed Tarimi and Musa Marega. The goal scorer for Juventus was Federico Chiesa. I was watching this game, and the first goal that was scored was by Porto in the first minute of the game. This goal happened by a mistake by a Juventus player named Bentancur. He tried to pass it back to the goalkeeper of Juventus, but his pass was too soft, so the other player intercepted it from the other team, and he scored. The second goal of Porto happened in the first minute of the second half. This time, it was not exactly a mistake by any one Juventus player, but it was a very good goal. The goal for Juventus happened in the 82 minute, and it was a lovely strike by Federico Chiesa. The games that will happen next week are Atletico Madrid versus Chelsea, Lazio versus Bayern Munich. The rest of the games that I mentioned before will happen next week. And all eight of these games are just the first leg of the competition. And from here on out, for each new round, there will be two games played between each team that make it through. Except in the final, there will only be one game. Each leg will be played in each of the team's home stadiums. Now I will talk about the current stats of this season's Champions League run. Erling Braut-Halland has the most goals scored with 8, and, and behind him is Alvaro Morata, Marcus Rashford, and Neymar with 6 goals apiece. Andre Silva, Frank Onyeka, Ihor Katina, Mohamed Kamara, Paulinho, and Rafinha all have 4 yellow cards apiece and red cards and to do with the red cards, Antonia Abank, David Bola, Eric Shevchenko, Fred, Gerard Piquet, and many more have only one red card. This concludes the Champions League part of this episode. The Glossary and Terms Today's football terms are Derby and Perfect Hat-Trick. Derby is a term used to resemble the meaning between a game between a crosstown rival football team. Some of the biggest derbies in the world are the Manchester Derby, a game between Manchester United and Manchester City, the Madrid Derby, a game between Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid, the Merseyside Derby, a game between Everton and Liverpool, and the North London Derby, a game between Arsenal and Tottenham Hotspurs. Finally and obviously, there is the El Clasico, arguably the best game in the world. 
This is fought between Real Madrid and Barcelona. Now this game is not 100% considered a derby because these two teams are not across town. But this game and these two sides are one of the most fiercest rivals in the world. Our next football term is perfect hat-trick. This is when a soccer player scores one right-footed goal, one left-footed goal, and one header all within the same game. Alright everyone, this is pretty much everything I had for this podcast. Obviously, a lot more things happened throughout my last episode of Football Gossip with Samyam and this one, but I tried my best to cover the most up-to-date highlights. It did take a long time for the second episode to come out because of everything going on in the world and more, but I will try to be more consistent in uploading the future episodes of my podcast. I would like to thank everyone who listened to this episode until the end, and I appreciate any kind of support given to me by you all. Hope everyone is healthy and strong in these challenging times, and thank you and see you again soon.